show 663. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, buddy. I snorted on the show today. <laughs> I haven't recovered. Are you okay? That's never happened to me in my whole radio career. You've never you snorted. Actually, you made me laugh so hard that I literally snorted. It wasn't like I, I didn't even go hard with the joke. It was no. a throwaway. You just called me a shifty dog. And you are. According to Chris from... Wait, what is a, what does a shifty dog sound like? So obviously a dog's like, oof, oof. Yeah. But what is a shifty dog? Oof. That's a, fris- no, that's a frisky dog. Shifty, shifty's... That's a cat. But anyway, <laughs> animals, are, animals are tricky. Uh, hey, we, we hung out this weekend. We sure did. Wild. Normally we uh, make sure our friendship is just in the mm-hmm. Monday to Friday time period. Well, I wanted to hang out with your girlfriend. Apparently you come along with your girlfriend. Yeah, it's Ooh. a two for one deal. It's like a, when you buy a pumpkin, like a half a pumpkin, it comes with a glad wrap. <laughs> I'm the glad wrap. You can't get to the pumpkin <laughs> without me. I don't know if that's insulting myself or my girlfriend. I don't know. It's a little of both, isn't it? <laughs> Pumpkin's great regardless. But uh, Are you saying you're clingy? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, buddy. Thank you. That's some good pumpkin gear. Uh, <laughs> We're going to snort but, again. <laughs> uh, we, we quickly mentioned this on the show, but I thought it'd be a good opportunity to in-depth discuss well, yeah. how pivotal you were to something that happened. So we started playing a game and then a couple of people at the dinner left. Yes. And We did boys-girls. Yeah. You were like, all right, we're going to make a boys-girls team. Your team was rubbish once I left it. But if you look at it, and this is, this is not me being offensive, I hope, purely based on qualifications per team. Yeah. The boys, I didn't contribute to this at all, but your boyfriend alone, just having him, yeah. we were overqualified for any game. I mean, are the, you though? The, what has a chemical engineer got to do with anything? Oh, uh, mate, they are incorporated in everyday life. You drink water, boom, chemical engineer. Uh, but essentially, what needed to be on each team was it was essentially a mind reading mm-hmm. game. You needed yeah. to be able to connect with your team. And to be fair, the, without realizing it, I put the people I knew the least on my team. That's true. Without even thinking twice about it. And then when you were joking around going, I bet, I bet you he's thinking that, they're going, no, 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 this is what. But they're overanalyzing. And I'm going, stick with Jess. Yeah. Jess knows the honest, answers. To be honest, a lot of the games were very difficult. Um, no, they weren't. You were just, you'd had a few ketchups, a few ketchups. <laughs> and you, I knew from the moment you, not only do you hate the game, but you were never going to accept to learn it because you had the mindset of I don't, I'm never going to understand this game. I mean, it was just very difficult. But you got what you the one where you have to accuse people of being bad guys is a fun game because you get to shout at people. Yeah, you Everyone's killed getting, me twice. How is that a bad game? Everybody listening right now is getting more confused than I was on Saturday night. <laughs> Some it's the it, I don't know why we I did it the way I did. You, sometimes you just need to play the game. Yeah, yeah, just need to play. And I sat there trying Do you to read the rules. You know what's a good game? Twister. We should have whipped the tist- twister board out. Whipped the tits out? <laughs> Mate. That's a good Saturday that's a, night. That's a good game. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriend's parents and they were like, oh, you should have played Spoons. And I was like, I don't want a black eye I thought coming you, to work. I thought you were going to tell me that your girlfriend's mum was like, oh, yeah, we whipped out <laughs> All right. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central up, Queensland's hit. Good morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors. If you need a car, get a car. How good is Monday? I mean, I was hanging out at Reef City Motors this weekend. You go to Reef City Motors more than, I don't know, the doctors. Listen, Emma and the team out there at Reef City Motors absolutely hooked a sister up. Here we go. 
It was. I wasn't even buying a car. It was. It was my partner, and I felt like it was my experience. He finally, yes, after what seems to be thirty years, six months, purchased his own car. Finally, because <laughs> I think he figured out that mm. renting a car for six months <laughs> was not financially stable. But no, congrats, babe. Congrats. Uh, I'm very I'm happy getting, for you. And the guys at Reef City Motors, obviously, they were super duper Legends. helpful. Uh, so if you need a new car or a used car. Head down to Reef City Motors. It is the best day of the week being Monday because we get back into the swing of things. So much to get through this week. Yeah, we're going to talk about energy drinks. Uh, you and I are a bit of a fiend for a nice little I can feel every per- now and then. I feel personally victimised by what you're saying because I haven't had an energy drink in over a month and I'm feeling victimised. A month. It's been a month since it's you've had it. It's been a month. I because aggressively you know disagree. You know why? Because I, the shakes can prove it. <laughs> I haven't had soft drink in over a month and it hurts me. Well, this is what we want to talk about. Apparently, a new survey has been done that says that kids shouldn't be drinking energy drinks. So no. there's new calls for it to be banned for under 18. Yeah, well, obviously, beforehand, they're like, well, maybe don't do this. But now they're saying you're not going to be allowed to do <laughs> this. So it's definitely hectic. And hey, uh, speaking of, uh, of something that got a bit out of hand, this weekend in Lammermore, uh, here in central Queensland, just near Yapoon. Uh, seems to be some unfortunate circumstances coming through with an alleged stabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be chatting to Arawa Leapart, our newsreader. She brings us all the great information. Uh, so she's going to give us everything that you need to know uh, about what happened this weekend. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. The only person that we trust fully here in central Queensland is our own newsreader. You hear her every half an hour uh, between six and nine and across your day. It's Arrow Leapart and Arrow, a big weekend uh, in the Cap Coast and some terrible news coming through. Can you give us the update? Yeah, definitely. It's pretty sad news coming out of Lammermoor Beach over the weekend. Um, there was a 25-year-old man um, with multiple stab wounds on Saturday morning. Um, Police were called out to his home on Waterview Drive around 1 o'clock on Saturday. Um, It's alleged that he had stab wounds to his shoulders, arms and face. Um, He was in a stable condition, though, when he was taken to Rockhampton Hospital, but a 20-year-old that was known to him was taken into custody straight away and um, he's been charged with attempted murder. Yeah, so he will be in Rockhampton Magistrates Court today over that. Do they have any idea what caused this to happen, or like, like... was it was it a, a domestic thing, like with with family and friends, or was it at a party, or obviously one a.m. It's a tricky situation, but you can never really know what's going on, I guess. No, yeah, police haven't come forward with any information like that yet. Usually, when they're investigating it, still they won't release those kinds of uh, details. Of course, yeah. Well, it is awful to hear, especially two mm. two very young people involved uh, in this kind of thing. You don't want to be hearing about that anywhere in the country, let alone right here in Central Queensland. I'm sure we'll find out some more information uh, as it comes through from you, Ara. Yeah, definitely. I'll keep you guys updated. All right. We'll make sure you listen to the news on the hour, every hour. Thank you very much for helping us out, Ara. No worries. Talk to you later. You can also stay up to date at hit.com.au. All the information is there as well. Get up with Tim and Jess. How good is Monday? My name is Tim. Hello, this is Jess. Hello. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Did we just forget how to do radio? No, this is good. We've we got... have to assume that this is the first time everybody's listening ever. That's true. If this is your first time, welcome. G'day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm 42. I enjoy long you... walks in prison. Uh, <laughs> no. Enjoying uh, Monday. That's what we do here. We mm. enjoy Monday. It's the best day of the week. Then followed by Tuesday... 
Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. That's the order of enjoying the days of the it's, week. Friday's the worst day it's of the, the week. It's the worst day of the week. Then I have, the I, no, because then I don't see you for two whole days. Oh. And it's devastating. You saw me on Saturday night. I know, and that was worse than what I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> we played a game on Saturday night. Right. And you acknowledged that I need you needed me on the team. You were the missing link to the team, and you you not being on my team was the reason that we lost. Yep. And that is a worrying <laughs> life realization. I've actually booked a, a session with my therapist <laughs> to talk through it because I'm a bit I'm a bit miffed about the whole thing. Get up with Tim and Jess. Friends, uh, we've lived through them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, popular trends, uh, as you mentioned earlier. Planking. Planking. That's probably 2009. Yeah, good times. uh, Is where you would lie down on a thing uh, with your arms to your side and uh, pretend to be a plank. Mm -hmm. Planking, dabbing. Dabbing. Parkour was a good trend for a while. Oh, no, that's still a thing. Parkour. It's not as popular, but parkour's still a thing. Mm. Uh, But trends, they they come and they go. And that's okay because, you know, (laughs) let them have their 15 minutes in the sun. Do your thing. Ship off. And that's okay. There's a new trend for 2019, and I think it's the first one of the year. I could be wrong. I can't think of anything. Yeah, no, I don't remember any other trends this year. happened so far, but I don't know what it's called. But the trend is adults throwing squared cheese on their child's face. (laughs) Like a craft single? (laughs) Yeah. I don't get it. What? It's called the hashtag... Cheese challenge. Sure. I mean, I thought that was different. I thought I did that with my nachos going, do I do more cheese than I chip? Mean, there's never too much cheese. Um, I don't, And there's heaps of videos online that I found of just babies sitting in their, like, feeding chair and just, like, cheese to the face. Even people doing it to their pets, to their friends. <laughs> oh, I've got to try it with my cat. Don't will, try it with your cat. He will absolutely I poop himself. do not recommend throwing cheese at a pet what? or Who a child. Who started this? Your... Why are they doing this? I'll bet you it's like, I don't know, Kraft or Bega has started this <laughs> to try and get cheese in the main try fold the of the news. Uh, but I don't know. like It's not like it's hurting them. We've Is done, that, I don't know. Does it stick to the face? Most times or not, it's like a... <laughs> that's the sound you get. Because we did a test late last year of does ham stick to the body. Yeah, and which one was the best? And what was it? Bataki. Bataki ham mm-hmm. sticks best to the human body once in tossed. In case you're wondering. Um and now I'm curious. And that's to a dry body, just FYI. Dry body. I'm curious to what cheese sticks the greatest to the human skin. Should we whip some out? I think a craft single is, is the best way to go. But like, for like example. Like a slice of coon isn't going to work. Well, that's the thing. There's, a, there's coon, there's like a burger cheese that's like that real yellowy colour. Mm. Like I imagine that to be quite a sticky uh, situation. Yeah, no, I still think your craft single is the way to go. That's the a more big call. plastic, the more it's gonna onto the body or the face. I mean, <laughs> well, how, see, my concern is if we do this test, mm-hmm. we can't just buy single slices of cheese. We're gonna have to spend about thirty bucks on different cheeses, and that's right. a lot of money for you and I. Mm. So I don't know what to do. Do we do this challenge, or do we just kind of? I don't. Accept I don't that think we need trend? to. My boyfriend's been doing this for six months. Just like, hey, Jess, shut up. Just slaps a cheese in my face. I mean, we all call it different things. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories around Australia and central Queensland. 
If you've been sharing your Netflix password out, uh, you might want to start cracking down on who's got that little password because Netflix have started cracking down on it as well. What do you mean? So the company have been looking into their users' behaviour and trying to find out which ones are using more than just the four screens that they have been provided. What do you mean? I'd like say if so. Okay. For instance, you used to live with your housemates, yes. and you had their Netflix password. Yeah, it was great. And now you've moved out of that house, and you still continue to use their Netflix no, password. That is incorrect, my friend, because I was kicked off that Netflix <laughs> because I refused to get Stan for them. So now they I actually have, kicked you off. Yeah, they kicked me off. So I've become a proper adult, and now I have moved on to my girlfriend's brother's account. Oh, sure. So that was the adult decision we made, and financially, it's been terrific for us. <laughs> Well, if you are jumping on someone else's account, you might want to start looking into something else because they are cracking down on this. And mainly because, look, the Netflix CEO, he said, it's all good, guys. We know you all share accounts. Well, what's the problem? That's fine. The problem is there are people online making profits of this. So they say, hey, look, I pay for this subscription. If you give me $3 a month, I'll give you my password. And that's what they want to start cracking down on. People making money. All right, so what, what do I have to do? So start an account. Charge people less than the return. <laughs> listen, listen and get here. your money back. This is what cool. they know. don't want oh. people doing. Oh, yeah. Never. I would never do that. But just to clarify. Yes. So you start an account. Okay. And then you charge other people less than the rate this that they would they, charge. This is what they're cracking down on. They're making sure people aren't doing this. Oh, I would never. Yeah. I couldn't. Sure. You know me. Anyway, but, check out the full story for yourself at hit.com.au. Has it been beneficial to others? Uh, well, yeah. That's why they're cracking oh, down on it. Oh, terrible. Anyway, <laughs> I've got to head off for the day. <laughs> so don't mind me. You just do. You, you just do. You. Hey, coming up, how keen are you for Matt Corby? I mean, so keen for the Corbs. Oh, I didn't buy that. I'm keen for Matt Corby. I Get like... his beautiful bearded body around me. <laughs> too much? It's too, too much. Too keen. Find the mid- midpoint. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Matt Corby's the kind of guy that says, my name's Matthew. Hey. But then, like, for his brand, he's Matt, but he introduces you to his mum as Matthew. Yeah, she calls him Matthew for sure. Oh, Matthew. Oh, Matthew. That's a nice song, Matthew. Matthew. (laughs) He's a good boy, Mr. Corby, and uh, he is coming to Rockhampton on the 21st of March. Great Western Hotel. Mm -hmm. He's started to start his Rainbow Valley tour uh, in Rocky, because he's... Where you know, else is better to he's start He's a it. smart boy. Um, and if you want tickets, you can buy some. <laughs> Who's going to buy tickets? Cool. Why would you buy? When you can win them here with yep. us. 13, 12, 16. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Tell us how keen you are for Corby. No, no, I'm going to need you to start that again, mate. Come on, we've talked about this. 13, 12, 16. Here we go. Are you keen for Matt Corby? Too keen? I don't, I don't know the line. You're getting, it's how keen are you for Corby? Oh, he can mat my Corby any day. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Sorry, that one. Jeez, Corby, I'm going with that one. 13, 16. Jesus. Are you keen for Matt Corby? Not too keen. If you're too keen, you don't get the tickets. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. Love a bit of soft trumpet to get me out of a song. Is that trumpet? Yes, it's not a trombone. Trombone's more of a wah. That was it. I thought it was a sax. No, sax got a bit bit more rasp in it. Sure. So 
Look, you know you would win instruments enough, but maybe just a bit of homework. I didn't realise Matt Corby was bringing a school band with him along oh, to Rocky. If your primary school wants to get involved, <laughs> give us a call. Uh, but no, speaking of giving us a call, we are trying to find the most keen bunch for Mr. Corby uh, mm-hmm. because he's coming to Rocky 21st of March at the Great Western Hotel. We would like you to go. Yes. But there is a price. Not yeah. money. You have to be keen. <laughs> But not too keen. Because we've had an instance where someone was far too keen. <laughs> we gave them the tickets. Was, was that someone me? No, no, no. Okay. You, that's you in general. But what we need is we need a perfect level of keen. Mm-hmm. And so Brittany's called through. She's from Rocky on 13, 12, 16. Now, Brittany, uh, we need you to know how keen you are. But just be careful. We don't want you to go over on the mm. keen meter uh, So how keen are you? to see Matt Corby. Pretty keen. I've known Matt Corby from his Oz Idol days and I was his number one fan. (laughs) So he's matted your Corby for a long time, Brittany. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, that was appropriate because you talked um, with uh, lots of information Mm -hmm. and a relevant reference to Matt Corby, but your tone suggested that you were quite contained. (laughs) So this is the perfect amount of keenness that we want for people to see Matt Corby. I was really done then, so and I still am a fan from him. So I've been a fan for like probably ten years. Over a so decade, yeah. yeah. Well now if yeah. you if you do wanna have, we'll give you one second of being super keen. Like if you just wanna have like a quick burst of energy, feel free and then we won't count that in the keen meter uh, in case you go overboard, you know? All right, that was un- you went under the time. That was only yes. half of a second. So, Good. well, Brittany, Brittany, the tickets are yours, mate. Tickets are yours. Yeah, thank you. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are we talking, Brittany? Calm down, Brittany. We can take us away. <laughs> no, mate, you, you've got the tickets. Stay on the phone. We're going to get all your details. Thank you very much. Thank you. No worries, bud. We still have a few more tickets. We, we still have a few more, and, and a, a very cor- special Corby prize pack. No, it's called Corby's package. Oh. so we're going to be giving away Corby's package later this week. Exactly. I checked with legal. It's okay. Oh. Get up with Tim and Jess. And Mark Zuckerberg is an eccentric <laughs> fella, wouldn't you say? Yes, he uh, is a strange individual that has created the Facebook network. I'm so. I'm surprised Facebook's still as big as it is today, um, but he's done a good job building it. <laughs> Until last week, he was the youngest billionaire in history of the True. world. So, and with that title comes a lot of security measures, you'd say. Yeah, you gotta you got to hide that money, protect that money. Not only does he have security guards. Ooh, yeah, that makes sense. But new reports have come out that there's all kinds of little secret hidden treasures around the Facebook office that even the some of the employees don't know about as Ooh. a safety precaution for Mr. Zuckerberg. So you th- you think he's a bit, like, concerned and he's a bit... Oh, he might be a bit of a conspiracy Paranoid theory. is the word paranoid that I'm Paranoid is a great of. word. Great word for him. He has a panic shoot in his main boardroom. No, no, no. That's the adult version of a slide. He just wants to have a slide and he's like, how can I get away from Apparently, this? if they're in a meeting and something goes down... <laughs> He has a panic shoot. He can push a button and the shoot goes straight to the garage is it, where he can get in his car and escape. <laughs> is it like in The Simpsons with Mr. Burns and it's just his shed? <laughs> anyway, so, see you guys. he goes straight down. He doesn't even have to get up. It's just right on the What allegations? Thing. I don't know what you mean. It's gone. Mate, I need one. We have uh, here at the Hit CQ building, mm-hmm. our car park is right underneath our boardroom. It's true. We need a panic shoot. There's also near his desk, he has bullet-resistant windows 
and another panic button with another secret panic chute. They must be all over the building. Yeah. He also like, has... imagine you accidentally, like, oh, I'm just going to flick the light on, bang, you're in a panic chute. <laughs> I mean, that I would love to open up shop every morning, just be like, <laughs> all right, close my eyes. Here, where are we going? I think it's a great option. And I have heard some rumours about the Facebook building that uh, he, he kind of, he's very old school, uh, Mr Zuckerberg. He mm. goes up and he's like, out of 10, how would you rate me? Does he? Like for a TBH. Oh, just a bit of, no. bit of that. You can poke, poke, poke me back. Poke me back. You want to play Farmville? Do you think he goes up to people <laughs> in real life and asks them for a poke? I reckon that's how it started. And he was like, you know what? We'll make a button for it. He's a billionaire. It's genius ideas. That's fair. Anyway, we need to get cracking quick on this escape chute. Yeah. Because the amount of... Me- we have a meeting today and that it needs to be installed in minus four hours. Do you think hours. if we just burst a hole through the wall, the floor, anyone would realise? No one will know. <laughs> I want Get up with Tim and Jess. He's a rock star. What's going on, y'all? This is Post Malone. Global hitmaker Post Malone returns to Australia in April and May. For dates and tickets, head to ticketech.com.au. Yeah. Wow. That's what he says. Wow. <laughs> One of the biggest artists of our generation. I think in the last two years... He is the most talked about musician. He's one of those people that you like, you don't even realise how many songs of Post Malone you love until you start trying to list them all. I'm pretty sure everything he's released has been a top five track around the world. Oh, yeah. Which is a big, big thing for a young fella. He's only 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Stop yourself. And he's coming to Australia. All you have to do to win your way there is become a hit VIP and tell us why you're Australia's biggest Post Malone fan. Do you know how quickly Post Malone became famous? He went from playing in a venue in Brisbane that held 200 people <laughs> to now performing at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre. That's nuts. That's from his last show here yeah. to his current one coming up. And you know up. it's going to be a like a whirlwind show. Like you know, he, you, you, you know, never know what you're going to get from Post Malone. You know what he should do? Is he should dress up. I know he's not. doesn't seem like a costume kind of guy. He kind of wears like bow tie and like old school right. Western guy. I've seen him in a bowler tie. Bowler tie, yep. not bow tie. Uh, he should dress as an Australian postie. Oh. Because people call him postie. Yep. And I think that that is a great marketing scheme that will earn him millions of dollars and bring the well-deserved credit to the posties here in Australia. He's returning to Australia in April and May. For dates and tickets, you can head to ticketech.com.au or you can head to hit.com.au, become a hit VIP and win your way there. We want to send you to see him. I want to... Can we go with them? No. Is that... (sighs) You know we don't get anything. It's only for our hit VIPs. All right. Can I become a VIP? No. This is a bad <laughs> situation. All Quit right. your job, become a VIP, then you can go see That was Post for Malone. me, not for you. If you're listening, don't quit your job. Anyway, here's some Post Malone now with Quavo. Congratulations on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Look, it's quite a controversial topic. I don't like using the word controversial. but, yeah, but these days it is. Fires people up. Vaccinations. Yes. Um, if you want to get a vaccination... Thumbs up to mm-hmm. you. If you don't want to get a vaccination, thumbs up to you. It seems like it's become this thing over the last few years. Anti-vaxxer parents and vaccinated parents. Um, and there's always a bit of a struggle because people who vaccinate their kids don't really want to be hanging around with people who don't an- uh, don't vaccinate their yeah. kids. And you understand that. And I understand that it might be a, a tricky situation to deal with, going, all right, little 
Timothy, little Jessica, who are you hanging out with? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you ask from their parents if you've had well, a vaccination? Kids don't understand, do they? They understand. And I understand. it's just, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. We get that. But obviously it riles people up. Facebook is no longer going to allow advertisement that includes misinformation about vaccines. Uh, that's what they have announced in the last uh, mm-hmm. few days. Well, because that, that often happens. A lot of, uh, you know, Facebook advertising doesn't need to go through the same process as ads on television or well, radio. Uh, what they're saying is anti-vac uh, propaganda. They're even using the propaganda word. has gone viral in recent years, leading to serious drops in vaccine rates in some pockets of the world. And the World Health Organization has actually... Um, reluctantly to get vaccines uh, despite the availability of vaccines. They're one of the top global threats in 2019, health threats. Mm -hmm. So they're even going, all right, let's just give all the information and then with that, you do with what you want. But we don't want these, this propaganda or this misinformation to be coming through. Yeah. Things like, you know, uh, suggesting that vaccines cause autism. Yes. But it has been. There's no factual evidence that proves that, and yet it's been put out there as an ad. Uh, but again, this won't stop people sharing posts. Mm-hmm. So this isn't. It's not advert that because that's not sure. advertising. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Carol from Tannum can still share these share kind of away, things. Carol. These these misinform misinformed information, whether yeah. it's pro or against. I just. It's a good step in the right direction because mm-hmm. obviously it fires people up. It revs them up. People are probably going to call through and tell us to pull our heads in, <laughs> and that we don't know anything. Uh, but I, I think it's a good step. Yeah, I think it's a really good step. Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits live from LA with Dean McCarthy. Dean R. Kelly's been making headlines over the last week for all the wrong reasons. And yesterday it was announced that he's out of jail and all his child support payments have magically been made. What is going on? Oh, my goodness. That is the $161,000 question. Who paid the outstanding child support payments that R. Kelly owed in order to be released from jail? We don't know. He may know, but the police do not know. So essentially what happens is this. Someone came out, cut a big check for $161,000 to pay off the debt owed by R. Kelly, right, in, or in outstanding child support payments. And uh, that was that meant that he was then free to go. What this means, though, however, is that we don't know who paid it, uh, but he is a free man for now. So it's an interesting situation to be faced with. But I don't know, like the child support fairy godmother or something. I don't know. It's very strange because obviously R. Kelly in his music career was quite successful in the late 90s, early 2000s. I know it's been a fair bit of time since then, but you would think that he would be quite a wealthy individual. Like, he's not been releasing, like, top hits, but he's still been touring and doing all this. Like, it's surprising that he hasn't just gone, you know what, I've got this money. Or maybe his team's done it and he just doesn't want to come forward and say that. Yeah, no, I know. Look, I don't know where their money goes. They blow it and they have 60 kids for 60 women and then they money gets spent everywhere and, you know, they're a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, well, um, this is definitely something that's catching mm. our eyes, so we really appreciate all the updates. Mr. D. McCarthy. Always good to chat. You can check out the full story for yourself at hit.com.au as well as everything else that's trending right now, all thanks to Heron Island. Now, we all love being awake, right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming up in a few moments' time, energy drinks are something 
that keeps you awake. Oh, boy. Very controversial, though. You and I have a little bit of an energy drink problem. I'm trying to get rid of my problem, mm. but it's harder than some would say. And some people are talking about bringing in a band for energy, drink, energy drinks and making them 18 plus so, only. I kind of already thought they were. No, it's just recommended. Uh, we'll talk about it more up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. We want to talk about energy drinks. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously people are a bit funny about energy drinks. Uh, there's two kinds of people. People that smash them. Oh, yeah. Or people that think that it is literally just drinking, I don't know, liquid cocaine. <laughs> I, was, I was at the supermarket with my boyfriend the other day and he was like, oh, we got to grab some V's. It's like, cool. And he, he went straight for the 500 mil cans. Whoa. And I was like, hey, hey, babe. Uh, maybe you should just start weaning yourself off. Like, maybe we'll go mm. the, the 250 mil cans. And now, he was, yeah. He looked at me like I had just shot someone. Well, How sh- dare you even suggest a smaller you, can? You shouldn't. Uh, but uh, they're, they're a really interesting thing. Like, when I uh, first started working in radio, I started even earlier than what we do now. I used to start my job at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And for two years, I lived off a green can of the small V yep. and a pink donut every day. <laughs> And that was my ritual, and it was not good for me. I, I mean, ended up don't putting they on. Say you put a lot of uh, like colours on your plate. You had mm. green, you had pink, pink, you had all the food groups. Brown, the colour of the donut, but uh, it, it it caught up with me, and uh, I, put, I did put on a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt quite sick, quite a fair bit. Would you be shocked to believe? I'm shocked. Um, and there is a law in place uh, that the Australian energy drink manufacturers, they have committed to uh, a code that doesn't supply or sell energy drinks in schools, market or advertise to children. Mm -hmm. Because obviously uh, these drinks have high amounts of caffeine, taurine, uh, you name it, these and these drinks. And they did a survey that revealed that energy drinks, shock, have negative health impacts on children in particular. I'm shocked that Mm. this is happening because essentially it's, it's soft drink magnified. With, it's the, with like the energy you're mixing properties. soft drink and a cup of coffee. It's probably not the greatest and thing the for children. Blood of a leprechaun. Okay. That's how they make it. And there is talk about putting an age limit on it as if it was an alcohol. So mm-hmm. only eighteen plus would be able to purchase and consume energy drinks. See, I kind of already thought they had this kind of rule. I think it's recommended. Mm. Like for young people that to not do this, but it's you can always weigh in tricky. on our Facebook page. Just search for Hit Central Queensland. Mm. Uh, we actually had um, Kane said a lot of places when he was growing up um, as a teenager wouldn't sell them to anyone under the age of thirteen. Right. So it was thirteen plus where he grew up. But a lot of people are saying that we should absolutely put a ban on this. I think it's a great idea because I- I've struggled with drinking it, not drinking it. The moment I'm trying to not drink that soft drink mm-hmm. or alcohol, and the soft drink and caffeine part is something that's seriously affecting me. I'm getting headaches and getting yeah. the shake. It's like, it's like my mum is really laying into me. She's like, this is what it's like when I try and give up smoking. I'm like, <laughs> I get it, but no. I think that the energy drinks was a gateway for me to coffee. It was like I started drinking energy drinks as a late teens, mm. like probably 16. I probably started drinking my little Vs. Sure. And then straight on to coffee and as now, an adult. here you are and with both of them. Here I am. I just <laughs> smack both of them into my face every single day. That'd it's very go. bad. I think 13, 12, 16, should there be an age limit on energy drinks? Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. I'm all for it. I I'm think all it, for I it I think it's well. got so many benefits. 13, 12, 16, 
Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Get up with Tim and Jess. And on 13, 12, 16, we have been asking about energy drinks and should they be banned for people under the age of 18, essentially making them in the same category as alcohol. Mm-hmm. Got to be 18 plus to be able to purchase and consume these drinks. Well, because new um, surveys have been done that reveal the negative health impacts that energy drinks have on kids, which you could always assume before. Oh, yeah. But now we have the evidence. Do we need to do something about it? And it's tricky because they're those addictive substances. I've struggled with it. I'm trying at the moment, but... I can't guarantee that mm. I'm not going to have another one. Well, for you, it's not just energy drink. It's the caffeine thing. It's, it's the whole caffeine thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't realise it was such a big issue until a few years ago I tried to stop and I would get big migraines, I would get the shakes, and I'm currently just out of that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And for what I'm doing is every time I want a soft drink or something like that, I have a sip of water or a glass of water. <gasps> Which is not going well. And I have been drinking upwards of 30 litres <laughs> because it is getting out of hand. But it's interesting. Um, I think it would be great to put this ban on, to mm-hmm. put it for only 18. But uh, Donna from Gladstone, listening to 93.5, is called through on 13, 12, 16. Donna, what do you think? Should they uh, ban energy drinks for, for young kids? Uh, should definitely be banned, like, in general. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. I have a brother in Victoria. Um, he was doing four V cans a day. And, <gasps> you know... You try and be the good person. You should probably slow down, cut out. He's had major, major, like, health issues mm. surrounding that. Mm. He is now full-blown celiac. Um, he's battling stage 4 leukaemia. He's in a really bad way. It's, and, wow. like, that, that was where he started was with the V-cans, went to the Red Bull, turned into the mothers, yeah. and... It's addictive. It's not oh, okay. Of course. It's got those addictive properties to it. And it's always, I find it interesting on these certain drinks on the cans because the smallest can of these is the 250 mil. And that, and that says on the can, this is the max amount that you, you should, should consume a day. a day. But then they sell in a can larger amounts. Like who opens, like, say, a, a 500 mil can and thinks, all right, I'm going to drink half of this, and then put it in the later, fridge, yeah. and I'm going to have the, the other half tomorrow? It doesn't make sense. Like, I understand no that, they're, that they're going yeah. for the warnings and they're doing what's right, but it just doesn't seem to be working. Donna, uh, at the end of the day, they've got to make a dollar, don't they? Uh, yeah, that's true, Don. Katrina um, on our Instagram has said that she thinks they should be banned at nightclubs as well because nightclubs is where a lot of people would consume more than Oh, one. absolutely. Um, do you oh, agree, Donna? Yes, yeah. yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I... You know, you're just grabbing at whatever and, and you're not taking into effect, you know, what you've had before or after. Um, raises the heart rate, it's not okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit confusing it's that it exclusively says on the can as well, don't mix this with alcohol, and that yeah. every <laughs> pub, club, anything mm-hmm. serves like a vodka Red Bull or something like that. I don't understand how they can get away with it if it's saying that this is not to be done, but I, I really agree with you, Donna. I think that they absolutely should be uh, on the way out. As much as they might keep you awake on a long drive, get out and run around the car. That's that's my <laughs> advice, but thanks for your call, mate. Put the window down in the rain. Thanks, God. <laughs> I mean, sure. You've got to go to somewhere where it's raining, but uh, I think it does work. Hey, look, let, let us know what you think yeah. on our Facebook and our Instagram. Just search for Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. This isn't an intervention, more of a direct bullying. Okay. And I think that you've done something wrong and you just need to accept that it's a, not a good thing to do. I, I do appreciate you holding out on this one until after International Women's Day. Yes, I was going to do it on Friday and I thought, you know what, Tim? 
Maybe not. <laughs> Let her have her day. Let her have her one day. And then day. let's destroy her life on Monday. Well, I don't you I don't see you having any high ground in this thing that you've done. Right. And I see people do it at the supermarkets and it's not okay. Oh, see, it's not just at the supermarkets. Oh my god, that makes it so much worse. <laughs> I okay, I'm gonna make you say what you've done. Sure. Because I think it comes better out of your mouth I than it does mine. I don't even remember why I told you about that I do this. Say it. So sometimes when I'm at the shops, if I pick up an item and I no longer require that item, I'll just put it on the nearest shelf. So even if you've gone three aisles elsewhere, you've picked up a bag even of cheese. Even if I'm standing right in front of where it was supposed to go, I might put it somewhere else. Would you do that? Well, the other day I was, we were getting, we we're in the, the Asian aisle getting some sauce <laughs> for a stir fry. It's called Chinatown and you need to come. And I needed something on the bottom shelf and then I went, oh, I don't really want this again. And I didn't want to bend over again and put it on the bottom shelf. So I just put it on the shelf in front of me. Oh, so you grabbed the sauce I wanted. So you're lazy. <laughs> that, that's the one. Hey, my boyfriend does it too. And I've always had no. partners who have like, you know, you, you have had a go at me before. Oh, we dated once. Move okay. on from it. No, we didn't. But I did, like, okay, I was, I'm still upset for the fact, say, if you picked up a can of lentils and then three hours later you're like, you know what, maybe I don't need lentils, you put it away. The fact that you're there. I'll do it at Cotton On. Oh, my God. I'll just be hanging out. I'll pick up a shirt. You know, the, you know how they, they properly fold the shirts? Like, it's, it's a skill. Yeah. And I pick, I'll pick it up and I'll be like, mm, no, I don't want this one. And I'll just put it back on the pile. Mate. Just pick up another one until I find the one I want. That is, they need something to do. That is wildly disrespectful. And I think especially, what, okay, here's mm. a spanner. Say you've picked up, like, I don't know, uh, some butter or some cheese, something yeah. that needs to be refrigerated. You're six aisles deep. You're, you're looking oh, at the I'll toothpaste section. I'll still put section. it somewhere for refrigerated, but oh, I won't but walk do- all the way back to the butter. <laughs> Next to the dog food. Yeah. Or even in the, the section right near the register with, like, all the soft drinks oh, and the Oh, no, chocolates. I'll never put it in there. Nah. So that's obvious you've seen. Yeah. You've got to be a bit sneaky about these things. I'm not why? the only person who does this. But why do you do it? Why are you so because proud of yourself? Because it's convenient. I'm not proud of myself. It's just so stop convenient. doing it. Be better. It's nah. so rude. It is the rudest thing. It's not rude. People get employed to do that. I used to be thankful when I find something out of place at Kmart. It's because you be like, working... I have something to do. I'm going to put this back in its place. You're one of those people who goes and tries things on in the change room and then puts them back on the hanger, aren't you? Well, I'll give them to the the hanger attendant and be like, sir. Because my sister always tells me off. She's like, you've got to put the clothes back on the hanger. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's what the person no. at the change rooms is there for. 13, 12, 16. <laughs> you are wild. <laughs> you are a real human being. You're meant to be a role model, mate. 13, 12, 16. If I'm your role model. That's the big mistake. 13, 12, 16. Is this a rude thing to do? Should you put it back where it was? Or are you, can you just put it anywhere? Just fling it wherever you can. <laughs> Guys, someone back me up. 13, 12, 16. I'm not the only person who does this. Give us a call. All right, Sam Smith, calm down. Get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Shifty the dog on 13, 12, okay. 16. My name's Jess. We have been asked. Sorry, I thought it was Shifty the dog uh, <laughs> because you are a Shifty dog. It's Jess Shifty dog pantry. That's, oh, sorry. Thank you. Get the correct <laughs> I feel silly. We have been asking on 13, 12, 16, is Shifty dog a Shifty dog? Oh, Sorry, is Shifty Pig a Shifty Dog? Because uh, Captain Shifty over here has uh, proudly announced... Oh, no, I'll prou- get you I'm to not say proud it about it. Just stop doing it. Say what you've been doing. I just... If I'm at the shops and I want to 
if I if I pick something up and I decide I don't want it anymore, I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way to put it back where it it's came from. So lazy, mate. It's You're not that lazy. That. It is so, that lazy. I've got knee problems. I've got back problems. I'm not going to bend over a second time, am I? So what's wrong with 92-year-old Benjamin who gets to the front and he goes, you know what, I don't, oh, I don't need these potatoes, mate. I'm just going to, I'll take them back. And that's what Benjamin does. Just, there's lots of other people there that can help out. Why I am I going out of my way? okay then. You, you think that you're not doing anything that's shifty McScroogey. Oh, you're wild. I mean, it's just, I don't know who it's like. It's not inconveniencing anybody. Oh, just all the stuff. Look, it doesn't matter because clearly I'm not going to wave you. We need help. Sometimes I like it. You know, when I'm walking down an aisle and there's something that's not supposed to be there, I'm like, oh, that looks nice and I'll just take well, it. Why is there an LCM bar in the yogurt section? Right. Look, 13, 12, 16, Chris is called through. He's listening from Rocky. Now, Chris, uh, is this an okay thing to do or do you, do you think Jess is being a bit rude? Yeah, you should, mate. Putting yeah. them back's just lazy, really. Yeah, Jess. Yeah, but Chris, what if I'm like, you know, seven aisles away from where I needed it? Well, I don't need that one anymore. Go back. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's not hard to walk seven aisles. Put it back. Is it better to, to just seven, give it to the checkout chick? <laughs> no, you should just put it back. It's... Common sense, really. I I think, and now I say this very lightly, it is very immature and childish of you, Jessica. You're you're throwing out those words. The C word. I didn't want to have to say the C word. You're a child. All right, Chris. Thanks for my scolding, Chris. I've got a hype man on the stage. (laughs) Thanks for your call, Chris. And Sarah's called through from Tanham Sands on 13, 12, 16. Sarah, is it a rude thing to do to not put back the items if you change your mind at the supermarket? Well, I worked at a supermarket for about 12 years. And time. I, yeah, I, um, so I just wanted to let you know the rules are, so it, let's say it's something like milk or anything from the dairy fridge or anything that's kept in the fridge. Um, we actually have to get rid of it because when we see it on the shelf, we don't know how long it's been there for. Yeah, but no, Sarah, I don't do that. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> there's a there's a method there's, to the madness. There's a line. Like, I'll always return it to our fridge. <laughs> you saint. It's just not no, going to be the milk fridge. Like, I might return the milk to, like, you know, the, the butter section. Sorry, I didn't realise we were with Dame Jessica Pantu. <laughs> My liege, we are not worthy. So the thing is, place. sometimes, even if it's in a different section of the fridge, if it's been removed from its original area, we don't know where it's... Like, you could have carted it around, for example, yeah. you know, for an hour in your trolley. Oh, see, Sarah, so now I'm feeling guilty. Yeah. Oh, just that's <laughs> made you feel guilty? Yeah. You have been so ruthless about it before. I, Sarah, I mean, it's not going to stop me from doing it at, like, cotton on. Sarah, you deserve a medal because I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Jessica's changed her opinion. And this is just wild for the program. I mean, it's still not going to stop oh, me from doing wait, it with mate, chips. Even, like, a small yeah. chip is fine enough if to it, take. Well, if it's something like cereal or chips, um, it's just inconvenient. It's not yeah. the end of the oh, world. Oh, well, then I'm going to keep doing that, Sarah. Thanks for your call, mate. That's all right. That's okay. I think I get it from my dad. I'm going to throw him straight under the bus. He does it all the time as well. Have you got anything you'd like to say? Would, would you like to apologise? Oh, to... I'm sorry, Sarah. You've probably picked up milk from me before. You know what the worst thing is? Chris is even upset. Oh, Chris is just, just disappointed. disappointed. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories around Australia in central Queensland. More drama than you can handle dropped yesterday afternoon when Channel 10 announced the first singles that will be heading to The Bachelor (sighs) in Paradise. I don't know why, but my brain imagined 
someone trying to mug was a, a drama. That was the yep. it was the physical form of a mug, mm-hmm. and someone just dropping a whole bunch of mugs, going my drama. Yes, yeah, so I can't much handle all Too the drama. Much drama, not enough <laughs> handles. My brain needs help this morning. <laughs> They That's announced right. the first few Bachelors. Of course, it was announced already last year that Brooke and Cass, the two girls that both got rejected by the Honey Badger, will be heading oh, yeah. to the Bachelor in Paradise. The Bachelor in Paradise, because it's not the Bachelor. No. So what do they? Do? What is it? quickly? What do they do? So basically, they bring back people from the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. It's Reject Island. Yes, and they put them all on an island, and they can <laughs> pick who they want to date. Hey guys, you're the most flawed people from our previous shows. Go at it. Have fun. Kiss. The biggest announcement yesterday was that a ex-bachelor will be heading onto the island. Aren't they all bachelors? Richie Strawn. Oh, the V. The bachelor. Right. Um, and his ex, Alex Nation, will also be heading over. Have a listen to this spicy drama. I was obviously in a relationship with Alex and well, the circumstances of our breakup were quite brutal. Don't know if Australia's ready for the, the grubby details surrounding it. And look oh. who else is back. Hello. OMG. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can I talk to you? Oh, uh, Do you actually want to go there, Rich? Go a bit around the bush, Alex. Say it, because you're not going to like my response. So are you honestly you sitting say there and saying do. that you were perfect in our relationship? Because I know I'd probably... I mean, it's is that so tra- scripted? <laughs> is that the trailer to Transformers 7? <laughs> That's intense. Michael Bay directed that. Mate, my That's body wild. is ready to find out what happened with Richie and Alex. Your body. I cannot wait. Sure. As soon as we know more about more of the singles that are going in, okay. you know I'll bring it to you. All right, fair enough. Thank you. The Bachelor in Paradise is coming. All right, trending now is thanks to Heron Island, an yeah. actual good island. Hey, you can save 30% off with Heron Island's locals-only specials. They're on now. Look, I need to bring you back down to reality because yeah. I'm going gonna to upset you and a lot of people around central Queensland. Again, what is this? Pick on Jessica Day. Yeah, you had Friday. Let me have this one. It's, right. This is my day. There's a new species. It's either a snake, a spider, or a moth. Okay, they're my top three most hated ones. So That's why. how dare you? Yeah. I'll tell you what that animal is up next. On Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. And if you don't like creepy crawlies, uh, things that are a bit slithery, a bit slippery, then uh, you might you might just want to pin the ears down. Because right. I've got some great news for some. Oh. Awful news for others. And you know now, my top three fears? Name them. Spiders. Oh, sorry. We're on a different page. Moths and snakes. I'm not a fan of either of them. Any, either of them? Any of them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you that one of those we are very excited to announce <laughs> has three new species. How do they just have new species? Well, mate, Australia is a big country. It was oh. found in Western Australia, these new species. And uh, I'm excited, for one, to welcome them to being an animal on this planet. Congratulations. You did it. You worked hard. You hid for a while. We found you, though. And now... You are a new species. Okay, just rip the bandit off. What is it? <laughs> Dr. Joseph Schubert is proud to announce, and he would like you to meet the three newest species of peacock spiders. Oh. The Maritus Aquilus, the Maritus Bellinius, and the Maritus Combustus. Please look at what I've sent you. They are. Oh, no, 
Tim, why'd you put that on my computer? They're not real. They're oh, good. No, 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 you no, can't no. deny they are not beautiful spiders. They are hideous. They're beautiful. They're hairy. Beautiful. They've got patterns on them. They're beautiful. Ugh. I mean, you've just described uh, Bigfoot the drag queen, and he's offended. <laughs> How is this not gorgeous? They stand, they rear up and wiggle their butt at you so that it's scary, and they peacock so that other animals don't attack them, or they can attract other animals so that they can attack. These things are huge. How do we not find them till now? Oh, because no one's really been to Western Australia. There's Perth and Broome, and then there's a lot in between, you know. So are they in Queensland? There's no confirmation, but I'd like to think that right here in central Queensland is the most populous region for the new Maratus species of spiders. No, thanks. Stay in WA. That's fine. No visitors over here. No (laughs) Close the borders. No, thank you. Uh, So I am going to try my best. I'm going to call Joseph Schubert and see if we can uh, get him in, fly him over from WA and bring in uh, the new peacock spiders. Tell me when he's coming in because that's the day I resign. Well, I may have organised a bit of a surprise. Tim. You can come in. No, don't you dare. Prank. <laughs> it was a crap prank, but uh, it was worth the one second of fear from you. Anyway, so uh, we'll post a photo of these beautiful spiders because no, uh, they're our new friends. You can do it if you want to. Tim and Jess on It's CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. It is going to be an incredible Easter here in central Queensland. Oh, it always is, especially with the Harbour Festival. We uh, It was our first year last year being involved with it, and, and we had a hoot of a time. We were in the Great Raft Regatta on the Friday. We came third. We made a lot of enemies that day. Yes. The Calliope Roto, I'm looking at you. Third overall, we won the media award, we took home the trophy. Also came home in, covered in cow poo. Turns out we weren't supposed to take the trophy. No. <laughs> We've had to hand it back. That's all right. And Cole from Rosebury Headspace mm. broke the trophy trying to steal it from uh, Hey, Cole, we're, we're taking it home again. We're, we're taking it home this year. Uh, <laughs> and watch out Gladstone Ports Corporation because, yes, you have mm. a fully functioning raft, but we're, we're coming for you. Um, We are very excited to also announce that this year, Hit CQ... Mm is going to be helping with the talent contest. Jess and I, and get this right, <laughs> are going to judge talent. Hang on, wait. Everyone cast your <laughs> memories back to our shallow performance. Yes. Tim and I are going to be judging singing. singing. <laughs> uh, so looking forward to that. We, they couldn't find anybody else. We, we're like the Madden brothers, mm-hmm. though. Uh, like from Good Charlotte, we we have one swinging chair. Sure. We only so say if the scores were out of five, we don't get to give a vote each. <laughs> we have to collectively decide what we're scoring. Hey, the talent quest has a pretty cool prize. It's this on year. the on the Thursday the, night, the Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Sorry, um, the prize this year. Oh, mate, you will not only get to uh, because obviously have bragging rights that yes, you won. That you won the talent quest, but we want the winner to play an R and B Fridays. Yeah. Acoustic jam for us. They're going to be the first in the Harbour Festival week. I'm excited. Get get yourself to registering. Mm-hmm. We want to see you there. We want to registrations judge you. are open now. All you have to do is head to harbourfestival.com.au. All right, uh, we're going to give you all the info about Harbour Fest uh, as the week goes on. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.